And let's talk to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder, brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, how are we doing tonight? Good, bud. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a uh, it's been an interesting little previous couple days of the Browns trying to figure everything out within themselves. Uh, I honestly i i I was going to ask you. I know it's a it's a it's a thing I always ask you, and it never materializes the way I want it to. Are you surprised, Daryl? Are you surprised with any of the the moves made down to fifty three? And then you always tell me you're not surprised at all. So what is the least surprising thing out of the whole entire fifty three cutdown? Um, the least surprising. Um, um, hmm. let me look at my uh, guys here. Mm-hmm. Yep, take your time. Take your time. Kellen Mond. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> least surprising cut ever. Let's start this over again. Let's start this over. Thank, thanks for coming back. <laughs> uh, thanks, uh, thanks for the couple of quarters you gave us in Kansas City. And we may or may not see you on our practice squad Wednesday. Where does Bubba Ventrone rank on your list of famous Bubbas? I don't know a lot of Bubbas, so I guess the up there. Do you want to hear my list? Sure. All right, Bubba Ventrone. Bubba Sparks, Bubba Thompson, the baseball player, Bubba Wallace, into Bubba Watson, into Bubba Gump. Okay. Not bad, right? Isn't there a Bubba Smith? Mm, there might be. I feel like there should be. I don't know a Bubba Smith, if I'm being honest about it. I feel like there should be a Bubba Smith. Let's see what Google says. Who's the most famous Daryl? When you put Daryl into the search engine. Strawberry. Strawberry always pops up. But there's a Bubba Smith. Hannah. Daryl Hannah? Yeah. 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 I would think Daryl Strawberry. That's a good one, though. He spells it the same way as you, too, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. No? No, my mom only loved me enough to give me one R. Oh, da- he's Daryl with two R? Daryl Johnston is, is one R. Yeah, Moose. Yeah, Moose Yeah, Johnson, for yeah. sure, for sure. But is he still famous these days? I don't know about that. By the way, there is a Bubba Smith. Oh, no, yeah. defensive end. I looked it up. I looked it up. That's, uh, I got a blinder on Bubba Smith, the defensive end, and uh, apparently actor, too. How about that? Smith had a major role in a 10-10 tie with Notre Dame in 1966, billed as the game of the century, Daryl. Yeah, now, see, you missed, you missed the most. He was in all the Police Academy movies. Ah, see, I knew we'd get there. Maybe he belongs on our list of uh, Bubba's then. I'm Sorely disappointed he didn't make your I'm going to put Bubba Ventrone if I'm being honest about it. As you should. Yeah. What kind of job do you feel like Bubba Ventrone's been doing? It's a weird weird start to the Bubba Ventrone era because no one can blame him for what happened with Cade York, but we definitely threw shots at Prefer last year. Um. Yeah, I think it's too early. Let's get some regular season games uh, going here before we start running people out of town. Yeah. Yeah, I just I it, I, it, I have a feeling that was a leading question. Like you wanted me to warm up the bus. No, not at all. Not at all. It just it just the the lazy river ride. I feel just like kinda, I'm on the morning show right now. No, the lazy river ride just kind of took us that way. That's all okay. it was. Uh, we're don't worry. Mitchell on the morning Palooza, show, they're looking for the gotcha quote. No, Mitchapalooza is not going to go ahead and cut any any part of that up or anything like that. Okay. It'll it'll live between me, you, and all the friends listening, and that's okay. It. Gotcha. Now I might get you on Denzel Ward though. We might we might have to play that, but I'll let you think it out ahead of time though. Okay, uh, I don't know if you heard the morning show or not. Zach Jackson made an, and honestly, I thought Zach was right. 
And part of the reason why I thought he was right is because it's the same thing I said last night. I was like, with Denzel Ward, I don't know why he was playing in that game. It made no sense to me that he was even in the ball game with the history of concussions he has and with the injuries that he's been uh, liable to in the past. Don't know why he was in that game at all. Michael Lombardi was on afternoon drive. Lombardi said the defense this year needed to get off to such a hot start because you're playing the Bengals and because you're playing Joe Burrow in week one. It was important that Denzel Ward was out there in a meaningless preseason game at the end. Which side of the coin do you fall on? Uh, I uh, disagree with playing him in the preseason game. But I'm not ready to run Kevin Stefanski out of town for doing it. How's that? I'm down the middle. Someone's got to take blame for it, right? Yeah. I, 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 I just don't think he should have played in the game. He should have he been in the same category as Miles Garrett and Joel Batonio and, and Nick Chubb. I agree. I agree. I, I, I don't know why, and I guess I'll never know why, for someone as calculated as Kevin Savansky is, and it really is as calculated as that front office is, I don't know why they weren't able to connect the obvious dots that were there. But then again, when, when it is what I'll always go back to. You know, when the game got underway and you first saw Denzel Ward in there, it's easy in hindsight to say he shouldn't have been out there. But I didn't see anybody yelling at their TV screens or, or posting up on Twitter like, how dare they? have Denzel Ward out there in that moment. Right. No, it, 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 it's true. Um, uh, yeah. And now we have to wait and see what happens with Denzel. Um, this is concussion number four. Um, I, I do kind of feel like there are some uh, conversations that need to be had uh, behind the scenes here. Um, and uh, I, I asked Kevin Stefanski today about the big picture and, he kind of sidestepped that in regards to Ward. But, yeah, I, I think that uh, at some point, life after football has to come into play, seeing as, um, seeing as uh, this is, again, concussion number four for him that we know about, right? I mean, th- th- this is NFL mm-hmm. concussions. We certainly don't know about Ohio State or uh, high school. Austin Watkins, I <sighs> spare me the outrage. I'm not outraged. I'm the, not. The, the same people that are outraged, outraged they cut Austin Watkins are the same people that were thrilled a few years ago when they claimed to receive her off waivers from Seattle and they thought that dude was going to save the season. No, Daryl, I'm not there every day, so I, don't, I didn't see Austin Watkins uh, outside of what we saw him in the preseason. So I, I, have, no, I have no ties to him. I, I just Every time I talked to somebody that was there, it felt like everyone loved Austin Watkins. And so it, just, it felt yeah. like it was setting it up for it. But then I look at Marquise Goodwin, and I'm like, you got to give the spot. Marquise Goodwin almost had a 1,000-yard season a couple years ago. you got to yeah. give him the spot. Yeah. And uh, Marquise Goodwin's health is what ultimately cost Austin Watkins the spot. Now, if he can clear waivers tomorrow at noon, uh, he'll be back on the practice squad uh, and uh, potentially an opportunity for him to contribute at some point this season. But uh, I'm I'm sorry. I just I I can't argue. um, I I can't argue with the receivers that they kept. um, And it's a numbers game. Mm -hmm. Point blank. So. Um, yeah, uh, again, the, hopefully the plan is that, uh, he clears waivers and he'll be back on the practice squad along with a bunch of these other guys that got cut today, you know, Demetric Felton and guys like Mike Harley and Zaire Mitchell Payton and Kellen Mond, maybe Kellen Mond. We'll see. They, they are going to bring a third quarterback in here, but 
not guaranteed it's going to be Kellen, Tommy Togiai. Uh, you know, I mentioned Watkins. And, oh, guess who else might be coming back? Oh, that's what tomorrow. I was going next. Yeah, your buddy, <laughs> Cade York. <laughs> your friend and mine. Kate York. Hey, I, I once lent him my headphones, so I feel like. You, yeah, uh, well, there yeah. you go. Uh, you're on a first name basis with him. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, hey, be careful there. He might uh, he might get on me for asking too many questions. You know how that goes. Well, you know, hey, it's part of the part of the job. And I'll be honest with you, if I was in his situation, I'd be frustrated, too. So I I I get it. Well, I actually thought he answered the questions pretty well, all things considered. But yeah, should the Browns bring him back then or no? Well, I, I think it's up to Kate. Now, Kevin Stavansky said today that they are interested in bringing him back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the press conference uh, quotes are not sworn testimony here, but, uh, you know, Kevin, uh, I, I don't catch Kevin in too many lies. Uh, so uh, we'll see. I, I think Kate's got to make that decision. Um, honestly, I think a fresh uh, change of scenery would do him some good potentially. For sure. Because I think the kid's very talented, okay? Uh, but just for whatever reason, it, it you know got off the rails a little bit here. Um, so maybe uh, some fresh scenery there will will do him some good, and hopefully he is able to have a uh, you know successful career because he does certainly have the talent to do it. Shio Kapadia came out and had his ranking for offenses and defenses across the NFL. We have the Browns' offense at fourteen, which is it is what it is. It, is, it seems like a lot of people have the Browns somewhere in that you know, 14 to 9 to 8 range, somewhere around there, because there's a lot of question marks. But he had the defense at 3 overall, Daryl. You're surprised Shio Kapadia was able to have enough confidence with the defense being third best in the NFL? Yeah. These rankings are subjective, quite honestly, and uh, I I really don't get into them. And the reason for that is is because nobody's proven anything. Um, On paper, the defense looks great. Uh, they, they're, they've got five starters for four spots. If you want to throw Jordan Elliott, I just, I don't know that Elliott's a starting caliber player. I think he's more of a reserve caliber player, but if you throw him in there, you could say six, uh, a lot of questions at linebacker. Um, and, uh, depending on what happens here with Denzel Ward, uh, you know, uh, that, that could turn into a question for the Browns there in the secondary. But uh, overall, I do like the the DBs group. They, they kept 11 of those guys. Um, you know, uh, Martin Emerson Jr. is really, really good. I like him. A.J. Green. Uh, Ronnie Hickman, uh, happy that he was able to earn himself a spot after the preseason that he had. Uh, Juan Thornhill's uh, really, really good. I, mean, I have some pretty big expectations for Grant Delpit this year, so... I mean, look, on paper, they look good. No question about it. But uh, I don't know that I'm willing to say they're the third best defense in the National Football League right now. You surprised how this ended in Indy for Jonathan Taylor? What, him being put on pup? Yeah. Uh, I I, I kind of have a problem with how the Colts have handled that uh, thing. So, Well, what's your problem with it? I'm just curious. Nah, I just, uh, you pay your guy. Like, you need him to carry the offense with your young quarterback. Uh, I mean, I just think it's bad team building on the part of the Colts. That's all. The part I find fascinating is, on one hand of it, you're telling the whole entire NFL that running backs are devalued and they don't matter and you don't want to pay them. Exactly what they're telling. But then on the other hand, you're then trying to ask another team to then give up a first-round pick and something of actual value. You see how that kind of contradicts and conflicts itself? Apparently the Colts are trying to recoup that first-rounder they gave the Browns for Trent Richardson. 
I mean, it's ridiculous. And that's a way, way back machine for us here. Okay, we don't, we don't go, we don't go that far. Hey, back we just now, had Darryl. the 12th anniversary, the, the the 12th anniversary here. Okay, just you know, trying. Well, to... Well, and today actually is the day. Today is the day. So that, that, happy that is, anniversary to yourself. That, that, that is true. So yeah, I mean, it's okay to hop in the DeLorean, and uh, you know, too bad we can't go back and change a few things while we're there. That's true. I heard you were ahead at the at the event. I I I don't know where this is all coming from. I heard you were the star of the show. I again, I don't understand where this is coming from. I mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> I I wasn't, but I I don't know. Is there a running joke going on behind the scenes that I haven't heard about no, yet? No, it's just everyone well, I, I mean, talk to. I'm is not like, in. I'm not in on the office gossip at all. So you know, I I, I don't know. I'm the wrong guy for office gossip. I do none of it. I do not. I know nothing. No one talks to me. I don't know a thing. I'm the wrong person to ask. Night, night show, night show. You just get banished. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, 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 no, I don't think I was the star of the show. That was, you know, that was. Uh, no, know, but Gavin I did hear that. I, 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 I did get enough office gossip to hear that you, uh, you were the bell of the ball, so to speak, in the fanverse. Huh? No, okay. yes, you were. Uh, Jerome Ford and Harrison Bryant returned. To I practice. told you so. Sorry, what louder you for the people in the back, please. Which part were you right about? Go ahead and, and tell me. <laughs> Jerome Ford. What about him? That he I told you weeks ago he was making the team's number two running back. Not an issue. I didn't. I didn't question that. Boom. No Not part, an issue. No part of me questioned Jerome Ford. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I questioned Harrison Bryant. That's the part I oh, thought you wow. were going to get on. Hey, congratulations! He made the made the club from the top. I didn't know that he was going to. I am. I'm going to be honest. I, I thought they might die. Yeah, I might. I thought they might. Only I wasn't take two. sold on that one, even though I did uh, think I thought he was going to make it, but I wasn't. Uh, I I didn't have a lot of conviction behind that. Tell me what's going on with Pierre Strong Jr. then. So he's the third, right? And that's that's what that is. Is there a chance he he's could the, end up being the number two? He's the third running back. He's number three. Could he play up to number two? I mean, they he's he, the thing about him, he's had success everywhere he's been, obviously New England aside, which is important here. Uh, but like go back and look at some of his college numbers and everything. And I know it's not he wasn't playing in the biggest conference in the world, but he all he's ever done is be very, very productive. Yeah. Um I Sure, can he play his way up to the number two role? Sure, but uh, you know he's got to get in here, get acclimated. I mean, you know, watching Nick Chubb today, show him a couple of things there out on the uh, practice field. Stump Mitchell, running backs coach, taking him through the paces a little bit. So he's got a little catching up to do here uh, to get kind of acclimated to things. But um, they they like his speed, they like his ability to come out of the backfield and make plays, and uh, you know, including catching the football. So you know, we'll see, but. Uh, I, look, I, I like that trade because they gave a, they traded a guy they were cutting anyway to get a guy that actually could come here and help them out. So that that's a pretty good job by Andrew Barry. When's the last time you watched Police Academy? Um, well, it was on one of the streaming services. So I actually, it, it is a recent. Within the last couple of months, I watched, I watched them all. I did. Mm. I did. They're fantastic. They're fantastic movies, some of which could never be uh, made today. A lot of a lot of the really funny movies from back in the day uh, could not be made today. The cop comedy, you know, that 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 world I always thought was really funny. There's so much you can play with. Right. Brooklyn Nine-Nine did a great job with that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Proctor, <laughs> so, they're so good. Oh my good, Bubba Smith flipping the flipping the cop car. 
Uh, uh, the guy that did all the sound. Remember the guy that did all the sound effects in, in the movie? He was able to do with his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So the, those movies were fantastic. That just good old-fashioned American fun right there. No doubt. All right. Thank you, Daryl. I appreciate you as always. All right, I forgot Kim Cattrall was in it. That's I'm just going through. I'm like, Kim yeah. Cattrall. There we yeah. go. There, you know, a lot of really good cameos as the, uh, as the series went on. There were a lot of really good cameos. Sharon Stone was in one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking around, left and right, just so many big-time names. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those oh, were good movies, man. All right, man, I'm going to watch that maybe later on tonight. Just don't watch them when the baby's around. Don't uh, want to be teaching the little one any bad habits, okay? Yeah, you know what I've decided on that at this point, though? I got, I got like, so many years of watching, like, little, little, little kid shows mm-hmm. headed my way. I, sh- I don't think she can understand what's going on yet. So, like, I, I just kind of – we watch sports documentaries is what we do together. Okay. I, we watch all sports documentaries. You're right. I don't, I, I don't, I don't need to go for any of that type of humor for, gotcha. for that okay. type of stuff. But uh, she, was really, she was really digging the, uh, the Bishop Sycamore documentary recently. Oh, my God. Wasn't that awful? Oh, my God. That dude was so – what a character that guy is. What a narcissist oh that guy is. Oh, my gosh. And in the first part, you're like, all right, maybe, just no. maybe I can see nope. the pathway. No, nope. And nope. he nope. just nope. – it all unraveled so quickly. His facial expressions, the way he smiled, no remorse. Uh, that 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 whole thing was was absolutely horrible. So hopefully that guy is not able to do something like that ever again. No, but he was. It was a what a character though. Ta- what ta- a character. Ta- taking out uh, PPP loans on people's social kid. They, they didn't even know that. They had no they idea. They didn't even realize and ruining their credit and getting they, they got evictions on their record because he didn't pay hotel bills. This that and the other. my goodness gracious. I horrible, thought that was horrible. so much better done though than the the swamp the Florida Gators Netflix one. So much better done than that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- this was this was done because this was well done in the sense that it didn't sugarcoat anything. Exactly right. Yeah. No. Ex- exactly right. All right, Daryl. You bet, John. Thank to you, you so much. Have a good night. All right, Daryl Ryder, right there. Brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.